0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. If you have been helped by this podcast, please let me know by leaving a review at the iTunes store. Thank you. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Power of Truth by William George Jordan, published in 1902. The world would be a delightful place to live in if it were not for the people sometimes. They really cause all the trouble. Our worst enemy is always ourselves. We began to throw the responsibility of our transgressions on someone else in the Garden of Eden, and we have been doing so ever since. The greater part of the pain, sorrow, and misery in life is purely a human invention. It comes through breaking laws. Laws natural, physical, civic, mental, or moral. These are laws which we all know, but we disregard. We take chances. We think we can dodge results in some way, but nature says, you who break my laws pays nine-tenths of the world's sorrow, misfortune, and unhappiness is preventable. The daily newspapers are the great chroniclers of the dominance of the unnecessary. Paragraph after paragraph, column after column, and page after page of the dark story. Accidents, disasters, crime, scandal, human weakness, and evil might all be checked off with the word preventable. In each instance, if our information were full enough, our analysis keen enough, we could trace each back to its cause, to the weakness or the wrong from which it emanated. Sometimes it is carelessness, inattention, neglect of duty, avarice, anger, jealousy, dissipation, Betrayal of trust, selfishness, hypocrisy, revenge, dishonesty, any of a hundred phases of the preventable. That which can be prevented should be prevented. It all rests with the individual. The preventable exists in three degrees. First, that which is due to the individual solely and directly. Second, that which we suffer through the wrongdoing of those around us, and third, those instances wherein we are the unnecessary victim of the wrongs of society. We sometimes feel heartsick and weary in facing failure, when the fortune that seemed almost in our fingers slips away, because of the envy, malice, or treachery of someone else. We bow under the weight of a sorrow that makes all life grow dark, and the star of hope fade from our vision. Or we meet some unnecessary misfortune with a dumb, helpless despair. It is all wrong, we say. It is cruel. It is unjust. Why is it permitted? And in the very intensity of our feeling, we have unconsciously repeat these words over and over again in a monotonous refrain, as if in some way the very repetition might bring relief, might somehow soothe us. Yet in most instances, it could have been prevented. In the divine economy of the universe, most of the evil, pain, and suffering are unnecessary. And perhaps if our knowledge were perfect, it would be seen that none is necessary, that all is preventable. The fault is mine, or yours, or the fault of the world. It is always individual. The world itself is but the cohesive united force of the thoughts, words, and deeds of the millions who have lived, or who are living like you and me by individual acts has the great wrong that causes our preventable sorrow been built up and by individual acts must it be weakened and transformed to right the old greek fable of atlas who supported the world on his shoulders has a modern application the individual is the atlas upon whom the fate of the world rests today Let each individual do their best, and the result is preordained. Let each individual bear their part as faithfully as though all the responsibility rested on them, yet as calmly and as gently and as unworried as though all the responsibility rested on others. Most accidents are preventable. One of the great disasters of the 19th century was the Johnstown Flood, where the bursting of a dam caused the loss of more than 6,000 lives. The flood was not a mere accident. It was a crime. A leaking dam, for more than a year known to be unsafe, known to be unable to withstand any increased pressure, stood at the head of the valley. Below it lay a chain of villages containing over 45,000 persons in the direct line of the flood. When the heavy rains came, the weakened dam gave way. Had there been one individual brave enough to have done merely their duty, one member with the courage to stir up public action to make the barrier safe, over 6,000 murders could have been prevented. One ounce of prevention is worth six pounds of a coroner's inquest. It is a crime to balance the safety and sacredness of human life on the scales with the petty saving that comes from transforming a person into a mechanism and forgetting they have a body and a soul. Constant vigilance is the price of the conquest of the preventable. We have no right to admit any wrong or evil in the world as necessary until we have exhausted every precaution that human wisdom can suggest to prevent it. Poverty for example has no necessary place in life. It is a disease that results from the weakness and selfishness of humanity. Nature is boundless in her generosity. The world produces sufficient amounts to give food, clothing, and comfort to every individual. Poverty is thus preventable if we examine the causes and take appropriate actions. First it may result from idleness, intemperance, improvidence, or a lack of purpose of the individual themselves. If the causes of poverty do not exist in the individual, they may be found in the wrongdoing of those around them, in the oppression of labouring corporations, who sacrifice individual welfare for a better bottom line. The individual may be the victim of any of a thousand wrongs perpetrated by others. In the battle against poverty, Those writers who seek to inflame the poor against the rich, to foment discontent between labor and capital, do grievous wrong to both. What the world needs is to have the two brought closer together, in the bonds of human brotherhood and sisterhood. The poor should learn more of the cares, responsibilities, unrecorded charities, and absorbing worries of the rich while the rich should learn more intimately of the sorrows, privations, struggles, and despair of poverty. It is ever the little things that make up the sum of human misery. All the wild animals of the world combined do but trifling damage when compared with the ravages of insects. Likewise the crimes of humanity, the sins that shock us to the core, do not cause as much sorrow and unhappiness in life as the multitude of little sins of omission and commission that the individual must meet every day. These are not the evil deeds that the law can reach or punish but the infinity of petty wrongs for which the individual can never be tried until they stand with bowed head before the bar of justice that is their own conscience. The bitter words of anger and reproach that rise so easily to our lips and give us a moment's fleeting satisfaction in venting our feelings may change the current of the whole life of someone near to us. The thoughtless speech revealing our lack of tact and sympathy cannot be recalled and made nothing by the plea Oh, sorry, I didn't think. For to sensitive souls, this is no justification. The individual who would live their life to the best that is within them must make each moment one of influence for good. You must set before you as one of your ideals to be progressively realized in each day of your living, quote, If I cannot accomplish great deeds in the world, I will do all the good I can by the faithful performance of the duties that come to my hand. And by being ever ready for all opportunities, I will consecrate myself to the conquest of the preventable. Let yourself say each day, as you rise newly created to face a new life, Today, no one in the world shall suffer because I live. I will be kind, considerate, careful in thought, speech, and act. I will seek to discover the element that weakens me as a power in the world, and that keeps me from living up to the fullness of my potential. That weakness I will master today. I will conquer it at any cost. When any failure or sorrow comes to you, you should be glad if you can prove to yourself that it was your own fault, for then you have the remedy in your own hands. Lying, intrigue, jealousy are never remedies that can prevent an evil. They postpone it merely to augment it. They are merely deferring the payment of a debt which has to be met later, with compound interest. It is like trying to put out a fire by pouring kerosene on the flames. Jealousy in the beginning is but a thought. In the end it may mean the gallows. Selfishness often assumes seemingly harmless guises, yet it is the foundation of the world's unhappiness. Disloyalty may seem to be a rare quality, but society is saturated with it. The world is suffering from an oversupply of unnecessary evils, created by us. They should be made luxuries, then we could dispense with them. The world needs societies formed of members pledged to the individual conquest of preventable pain and sorrow. The individual has no right that runs counter to the rights of anyone else. There are no solo parts in the eternal music of life. Each person must pour out their life in relationship with every other. Every moment must be one of choice, of good or of evil. Which will you choose? Your life will be your answer. Dedicate your life to making the world around you brighter, sweeter, and better, and by your conquest of preventable pain and sorrow, you will day by day get a fuller revelation of the glory of the possibilities of individual living, and come nearer and nearer to the realization of your ideals. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org slash majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time.